Welcome to Divine Intervention from Dark to Light. I'm your host, Karen Young, and I'm also a spiritual teacher. The purpose of this show is to gather experience and give voice to the untold stories of the divine and how the divine intervened in your life and made a difference. I have questions. Have you ever experienced a dream of wonder and warnings? Divine healing, felt intuition, voice of a higher power, touched by an angel, near-death experience, or had a vision that resulted in the divine intervention? If so, I would love to hear from you at one 624 6008 one 624 I always like to say, there's a non-judgment environment. This is a healing space. Telling your stories can possibly heal yourself and others. I always also like to say, is there is a higher calling on your life? Because there is. Okay, tonight's topic is message of hope and uh, I would I like to say that um, message of hope is regarding um, our loved ones on the other side how can we contact our loved ones from the other side because we're not alone it's a lot of people have lost people in uh, the COVID or it's just a lot of loss period and it's painful, it's, it's, it's lonely, we feel alone when we lose somebody, and we know that we want to contact them in some kind of way. And I've had a show like this before where the uh, loved ones had contacted me or friends have contacted me, but I'm uh, here to share that we can, uh, we can contact them if we like. And so I didn't sort them out, the loved ones on the other side, they sought me out because I was open. So you can be open, but I'm just uh, tonight, uh, if you're interested or if you're suffering or need some, uh, you know, some way of feeling uh, your loved one presence, then this is the show for you. And I'll tell you, I didn't come up with this. I told you, I'll tell you what happened and the synchronicities that got to this where I'm at for the show. Uh, talking about contacting your loved ones. Uh, I, like I said, I'm a uh, spiritual being. And uh, I always ask God, always ask the creator, the divine, each time before a show, what do the audience need to hear tonight? And so uh, when um, I ask the divine spirit, uh, the topic for Saturday Divine Intervention Show uh, from Dark to Light. Uh, first of all, some part of uh, this um, uh, week, I had a dream. I always pay attention to my dream. I had a dream. I had been asking because I asked early actually before the show. So I don't know. I guess this was about maybe Tuesday. I had a dream. And in the dream, it just said, sometimes the dream just, it just said, the theme is hope. So I woke up and I said, mm, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Seriously. I said, I don't know hope. Seriously. I said, oh, I don't know if I need to talk about hope. It was just hope. I said, that's how it came. And all it said, nothing else, just hope in the dream. So I said, I don't know about that. So then uh, um, I meditated again a little closer to maybe, I think that was Friday, meditated again. Um, what, you know, should I talk about for the topic? For Saturday, meditated again. Hope came up again. And I said, okay, I'm not sure. Hope, that, hope for what? Sometimes you don't know what the spirit is trying to say. This is another thing, you know, it came up in a dream and now it come up in meditation. So I knew that that's, that's your clue too. You need to pay attention. And so this had my attention, but I still didn't like it. I'll just say I wasn't comfortable with it because I wasn't sure, just hope again. So um, I decided, you know, I'm a spiritual teacher. So 
I I love angels and I and I communicate with my angels and I they give me answers everything. So I said I'm going to go to my angel cards and I'm going to shuffle them and I'm going to try to get an answer. And I got some angel cards by uh, the name of his name is Cal Gray. He's um, deal with angels. So he uh, has uh, and you all should get them if you you're interested in. Anyway, I'm not going to get into that right now, but I shuffled the cards. And uh, and before you, you know, you uh, before you pick your card out, you ask the divine. So here it is. I asked again. I shuffled the cards. I said, I need to know the topic, even though I had a dream, just had a meditation, but I needed to know more. So I asked again, I'm going to see if this is what I need to talk about. So I shuffled it. And then uh, I said, what is the show? What, you know? What is my topic about? So I picked two cards. The first card I picked was a guardian angel. <laughs> okay, these are angel cards, but all of them don't say angels on these cards. This one says specifically, and on this card, it says, you are not alone. Okay, so I had to read more about it, you know, about you're not alone, that the angels are with you. The divine is always with you and close by. So that was one card. And then that the I only put pick two cards. Um, the other card was high priest. It said, um, it says, um, you, uh, you're here for power to change your power. If you want to change your life, you can change, um, your life. Something like that. It's a power. You have power to change your life. That's what it said. I'm sorry, audience. It said power to change your life. And it also said face your fears and align with the light. So I said, okay, I still, I, I, I feel it. And I didn't, I don't discount anything with spirit. So I said, okay, um, uh, I, I, I take that. I, I, you know, I know that spirit is still speaking with me. So I go and I watch some videos. Sometimes I watch YouTube videos and, and this, you know, and it's always with divine stuff, um, People talking about angels and stuff like that. So Michael Sandler, he's a YouTuber that talk about angels, but he talk about everything. He talks about, you know, um, positive thinking, setting your mind, mindset, all that. But, you know, he had something on there and he had a person named a Susan Guzman on there and uh, she deal with angels. So I was still in the angel part, but I still didn't know about the hope part. And so um, so I saw down below. This Susan Guzman had a message of hope. I said, okay, I'm going to click on that. That said something about hope. So I clicked on that, and she was talking about her book, and she had a video about message of hope. But in in, in her conversations with uh, Michael, it was talking about uh, her experience uh, that she had, um, that she had as far as... Um, her contact and her loved ones. And then she had a daughter, and I'll get into it later, but she had her daughter um, die, uh, stepdaughter die, and she didn't, she was a, a, a U.S. Uh, commander and all this. You know, God would use us uh, anyway. She didn't know anything about it. She was more left brain. She wasn't even spiritual. But her, her daughter died, and it caused her to get curious. So uh, in the video, I looked at another video of hers. The same Guzman woman, uh, uh, her name is Suzanne Guzman. And uh, it was another video. And in the video, it said, you are not alone. And that's the same message that my uh, angel card said. So you see uh, how God put all this together? I know these are synchronicities to me. Okay, it's telling me, yes, you're on the right track. When it said you're not alone, and that's the same as what the card said, I knew I was on the right track. All I'm telling you is, guys, pay attention to your life. Pay attention to spirit. Pay attention to your uh, your signs that's before you. If I hadn't looked or, or was looking for it or was paying attention to what's going on with me, I wouldn't have picked up this. So this let me know, hey, I'm supposed to be talking about uh, contacting loved ones. And I'm supposed to share her book. And I'm supposed to um, talk about how you can tune in and uh, 
contact your loved ones. I know it's a lot of us suffering. I know it's a lot, a lot of us have lost loved ones, not only just due to COVID, but just due, you know, period, that we just lost our father, or our son, or our husband, or our friends. I mean, just lost. You know, but a lot of people lost people in uh, COVID or sick or whatever it is that uh, we have lost. And I have losses myself. So I just want you to know I'm going to say this. Uh, I believe it's a greater reality than what is here. There's a spiritual world that I always talk about. There is connections uh, to our loved ones, to the people we love and that we can connect. And again, we're not alone. And uh, you need to, in order to connect with your loved ones, people, you need to be open. You need to be open. I know you're in pain or whatever, but you have to know that they're there. You have to believe and you and you do know. You do know. You say, I feel this person around me. Something happens. Maybe, you, you know, something happened with their favorite uh, color or something falls over or something in their room, whatever, they let you know, or you just have a feeling that they're near you. Uh, they want to be here, but they can't be near you or contact you unless you're open. You have to be open for them. You have to be ready to receive them. You have to be in the receiving mode and you have to know that everything is in the present. Everything is in the present. I mean, your loved ones, God, we are, and everything is in the present time, here and now. I'll say it again. Everything is here and now. That's including the loved ones, loved ones that's here, and the loved ones that's passed on. Now, their bodies have passed on. Let me explain it, and I know you know this. But I just have to say, their bodies have passed on, but their spirits are what? Right here. Right here with us. Watching over us, guiding us. And I would say, go as far as if you let them, they guide you in different directions. If you're going in the wrong direction, they guide you. The loved ones still love you like they loved you here, but in a different way. And I know it's all, it's hard for me because my mom, and I hear that, uh, you know, that she's here with me and my father. I got an older sister and I have a best friend that passed away in 2019. And I've had several dreams of her. And in my dreams, I'm happy to see her We together. But when I wake up, I wake up with a heartbreak because my friend or my sister, my mom is not there. I'm always kind of hard, but I know somewhere, you know, they were trying to contact me in this dream. They're trying to tell me something. They're trying to tell me they love me. So your dreams are important to pay attention to your dream. Because like I said, I had that, that dream about hope in my dream. So pay attention to your dream. Pay attention to your uh, signs that's outside of you, your intuition. And pay attention, especially if you want to um, contact your loved ones because they're here and now. You have to and you need to acknowledge them. And, and I know you said I'm already acknowledging them, but you need to say their name. And, and some of you are already talking to them. I don't even have to tell you, you know, but I'm just saying if you want a closer relationship, uh, you know, call their names, talk to them. And it may not be they're talking to you back, but you can feel their presence. You can feel them real strong and you have your, their awareness. You have to you, you have to be aware and you have to feel it in the moment. And another thing you have to do is you have to be relaxed. You have to be in the receiving mode. When you get ready to do this, and it ain't me that made it up. This woman, when you read her book, and I'll, and I'll tell you a little bit in a few minutes about her life and what happened with her and how she uh, reached her daughter, her stepdaughter, through meditation. She ended up me, um, contacting her daughter. She knew that. There was a way to contact her. She wasn't even a spiritual woman, but we all want to, if our loved ones die, you don't have to be spiritual, uh, you know, or, you know, religion or whatever. You don't have to be all that, you know, to know that you love your loved one. Uh, God, it's not even about all that religion. It's a spiritual thing and we all connected. So don't get all that mixed up in all, none of that. That's not what I'm saying. You have to do this spiritual thing, but you do need to be receptive and you do need to, and I'll say, 
you have to meditate, meaning that or or speak still in a way where, you know, even if it's three minutes, if you're trying to reach him, if you think 30 minutes is too long or whatever, if you angst, you know, angst about anything, you can uh, set your three minute timer. You sit, get quiet. And this has had to be between you and God and your loved one. Okay, so what you do is you get your three minute timer and uh, and I actually think it's longer than three minutes. But if you I mean, if you want to do it, you can just ask the question. I want to contact uh, Lisa, my loved one, my son, my husband, my wh whoever, you know who they are. You can just close your eyes. God is always on. There's no time that he's off. There's no time that your loved one is gone or on. They're here. And, uh, you know, you sit there and you get quiet and you, you ask that you, uh, I want to contact, you know, the loved one that you want. Uh, my sister name is Bonnie if you want to contact her or you have your picture beside you or whatever it is that you need and, and try to uh, relax and see what you get. See, uh, what you get with that but i wouldn't just do it one time and say it didn't work uh this woman was persistent in her search for her daughter that she lost and uh the daughter was hit by a lightning but i will tell you that in a little while what happened to her but you you need to be receptive to this and you need to already know that you can uh, that you can uh, contact your loved one because you do have to believe they're there Okay, and it's not about forcing anything. And I can tell you, force with anything, is, it, it doesn't work. You can't demand it, even though you're angry that they left. If you're angry, uh, don't do this. That they left where you say, I need to see you now. Show me, you know, that never works. And, and that never worked with angels either, because you're not in the state where you can receive anything. So you need to get where you uh, have gotten quiet and you're able to. Because uh, you could do that and want to see them now the day, you know, after or whatever. And you may or may not. I'm just saying, usually when you demand something or by force, uh, usually is is a um, some sort of uh, push or conflict within the self because you're so hurt, you know. So you need to be at a place where you have calmed down enough to contact your loved one now. You may can do it during, you know, before. I'm not saying it's impossible, but I suggest you you relax and not try to force it and do it more than one. If you're persistent, I, you know, I can't say what it, but uh, it helps if you're persistent and, and doing it in, in a joyful way. I mean, uh, re, not joyful way, but in a, a relaxed way and a receiving way that you can uh, contact your loved one, okay? So uh, this woman, I'm going to uh, talk about her and uh, about her story and what happened to her. She does have a long story. I'm not going to get all into the too many details, but I just, we, we're here to talk about this is what the divine wants me to tell you. Uh, so her name is Suzanne uh, Guzman. She was a U.S. Uh, uh, commander, and she was uh, in the Marines, and she was a top aide to the chairman uh, in the White House uh, during uh, 2001. She had been in um, the military and dealing with the White House and all that stuff uh, for 20 years at this point, okay? But uh, this particular day, uh, September 11, 2001, she was on the Air Force, uh, Andrew Air Force aircraft, and she said it was a regular day, like, you know, every day, 2001, um, uh, September 11, she said that they were flying out, and then she found out about the two uh, buildings uh, going down, and she found out about the Pentagon, she found out about everything, and uh, she said she was shocked, she had just left the office and, and was flying, she said she told him by her being the commander, she told uh the people that was flying the airport, the, the pilot to turn back around. So they turned back around and they saw the wreckage and they, you know, got into the pink. And I guess she saw all the 
people that, you know, the record was and everything that was going on, people losing people. She said it was just terrible. She said it was just terrible. And this was her 20th year. She did what she had to do as a commander. But she said at the end of that year, she said she retired. She really said, I wanted to get away. She said, if this was a time to retire, Miss Suzanne said, I'm retiring. And let her, and her husband would sell it and just to get away from everything. And so they sell. And that was their thing. Her and her husband was to just sell away and, and, and you know, live basically on their sailboats and do what they wanted to do. And so, so she said that uh, she had always wanted to read the, um, the stories about afterlife. She said she was kind of attracted to that anyway. She said she was reading a book on James Prague. I don't know if you know him. He's a person that talks about, he's a medium, talks about afterlife. She said when she was reading a book, it was, seems like it was just way out there, you know. And um, it was mediumship building. You know, you can contact your loved ones. She said it was kind of scary. And he was saying how you can, you know, contact and how they can talk to you. And she wasn't used to that. This is a commander in, in you know, in the U.S., you know, uh, Marines. And probably left-brained as possible, you know, not dealing with the right side of the brain, not dealing with that spiritual side and not knowing a lot about it. So she said she kind of threw that book away and it went on the sale. Then Miss Suzanne, she said, she had a dream. She said, I had a dream. And she said she had a dream about her daughter. She said her daughter showed up in her dream and told her and said, uh, Mom, um, I am okay. Me and the baby is okay. That's what she said. That's all the daughter said. Me and the baby is okay. She said the daughter was about six months pregnant at the time. In, in real life, but this is what the dream. So in the dream, she said, the daughter said, me and the baby, it's okay. She said she woke up and it was a strong feeling. She said, she told her husband, let's contact the daughter. She said, let's contact our daughter now. But see, when you're on sale, you sell and you can't always, the transmission is not always right. You can't always get to a phone. She said that, you know, they, they email back and forth, you know, to check up on each other. But she felt like they needed a phone and she, a telephone. And so uh, at the time, they didn't have, to, you know, they weren't texting, even though that was 2006 at the time, 2005. This is quite a bit of time, I guess. I don't know. I don't know how, I, I think maybe 2004, but they didn't have what they have now. She said that they, they kind of communicated through email and they needed to go to a phone. She said, but she said, you wouldn't think it'd take two days to get to one, but it did. So she said they tried to, you know, email her and try to phone, she said. But the daughter, her other daughter, Tyler, uh, emailed her, them. All she said was, she said in her email was to, you know, call home. This is very important. Call home now. So they said they thought that it could have been something, you know, I, I don't know, some finances that they were going through that, you know, they could have helped them with. They didn't know really what this was about. And so uh, they called home and she said her husband was talking. She said he began to say, what? He was kept on saying, what? And he began to get more and more upset over the phone. She said he began to cry. She can kind of overhear. And she heard that the daughter didn't make it. The daughter was somewhere. I don't know if she was, um, or, you know, on base or off base somewhere, and but she was struck by lightning. Now you hear people being struck by lightning, and you're like, oh, I I didn't believe it. I thought it was something for TV, but people really do get struck by lightning. Some get struck by lightning and they die. Some get struck by lightning and they live. But she got struck by lightning and and she died and the baby died. And so this was horrific. This was horrific to Suzanne. Suzanne was like, I, I, she pregnant, her husband, they were upset. And so they tried to get home as soon as possible. She said it was just a hard time getting home. It was just strenuous and, and it was, you know, hard to get home. So she made it home. They made it to the funeral. She said she looked at her daughter's body. 
She said by herself, she said her daughter was dressed in a uniform. She said, I recognize the uniform my daughter was in. She said, it was something inside me. She said, I was grieving. She said, I was crying. But she said, this is not Sue. Now, her name is Suzanne, but her name, her daughter name was Susie. Okay. So she said, this is not Susie. She said, this is not Susie. This is this a body. She said, all it looked to her was, which it was, and we know that that's how it is in a funeral. But she said she was seeing a different perspective. Something was in her saying, this is just a body. I need to contact her. You know, she said, I didn't really know how to make things together, but she said, I just, this is just a body. What happened to her? She says, this was a vibrant woman, this woman talking. We all know our, our relatives are vibrant when they're living. They, you know, they talk, they're, you know, they have their personalities. They, you know, we, we know them. I know my sister. I know my friend, my mom, you know, you know your kids. They have that that personality that they have. Maybe they, and we all have different personalities. Maybe we're um, calm and calm and cool. We have all our personalities, but loved ones know us. And when they die and you look at that body, you're saying there's nothing there. I had a cousin that died and also in, in 2019. Uh, and uh, I was looking at his body. They had him dressed and, and, in his youth, nice suit, all that, but you know, you look at him and it's like, you know, and sometimes I look at him, they don't look like them at all, but he looked it more like himself, my cousin. But he wasn't there. It was just his body. And that's what she was saying. And so uh so she said, I I she said, I'm just upset and stuff like that. And she said, I, I got to find a medium. And if some of you don't know what a medium is, a medium is a cross between uh, a person that uh, that is in contact with the ones that cross over. And you probably heard some of the people who have uh, had shows on crossover. I don't know all their names, but they've they've come on TV and uh, they're mediums. Um, and I think they have one. Um, I forget her name. I forget all the names, but. Um, one in New York, uh, forget her name. She's she's a one that crossover. She's a medium. I just can't think today, guys. But they have them on sometime on some shows where they they are caused between the afterlife, the physical. I mean, the spiritual world and us, the physical world and the spiritual world. Now that's not what I do, but I've been contacted by spirits, so I do understand what they do, in a way. I don't understand all of it, but they're more into it. They're more contact because God put them here between that. And that was their job because we all have our assignments. And so when we're, uh, when we're in contact with spirit, we know what our assignments is. If we're in contact with the spirit enough, we'll know what our purpose is. And it don't have to be nothing like that medium. It could be a, a, a mother or whatever it is, uh, you know, nurturing. I'm not saying that, so I'm not going to get off on this tangent. But that was that's her assignment. Uh, so she went to a meal, her and her husband. And uh, they sat down. She said and she didn't want to say nothing to the medium about her daughter. And that's what you do. You don't say anything to the medium. You you just say their name. Uh, and that's it. And, and if they're present, uh, they will give the medium your uh, all types of clues of who you are, who their daughter are. And she said she didn't have her and her husband and have no questions as to what that daughter told them. She said she was ready for them. She she told the medium everything uh, about, you know, uh, she didn't go into it uh, when I read her story exactly what they know. But to her, she said it had no questions that this was their daughter uh, spirit talking through the through the medium and telling them certain things and events about her. Okay, so then uh, once she did that, something triggered her. She said, how did they know that? And she wanted to do this herself, okay? She wanted to contact uh, her daughter herself. 
after the medium, it triggers something because that's what God believes. You never know what your purpose is. You never know what is happening for what reason to God, for God to deal with you, to have you on a certain path. Sometimes it goes through a grieving process, but it's always a purpose and it's always a good one. And know that too, that even though we're going through our, our trials and tribulation, there's always something good coming out of it. Okay. So this left her to her path, even though it was sorrowful, it was, uh, it was uh, deeply, she was deeply hurt about her daughter and the baby and her husband was hurt about the daughter and the baby. It led her on this path. And sometimes God will send us on some, a path that's not, you know, uh, it's, I'll just say challenging. I use the word challenging because that's what it is. God will send us on a challenging path and through our life. And we don't went through and we said, how did, but you're here, you got through it. So she uh, decided I'm going to contact my daughter myself because she could feel I, something was going on. So she began to meditate. She began to meditate. And it's not just me always saying meditation. It's a lot of people's souls. I'm not the only one because it's the only way I feel like you can get still. You can get still in other ways. So she meditated and meditated and she found uh, the daughter. She contacted the daughter and she got the information she needed from the daughter. The daughter told her she was all right. The baby was all right and everything. But that sparked something within her. So she ended up hanging around mediums. She ended up writing books about mediums. Didn't think that, she, you know, at the time she didn't think that she would be, but she went to all the classes. So she, I guess she shadowed this medium, meaning that she was writing a book on mediumship, you know. And uh, so I guess the teacher uh, surprised her and told her to come to class, uh, come up to the class in front of the class or whatever. And uh, so you never know. My thing is, you never know where God is pulling you. And she was in front of the class and she said, there's a spirit uh, in here. And the people, she had a little audience. I mean, you know, in class you have somebody that passed. So it was people in there that loved ones had passed. And so the teacher said, yes, in fact, this, there's a, a spirit that's here. And she asked her, she said, uh, I want you. She said, I, me? She said, yeah, you come from the back. And the teacher just had a sense that she had these, you know, uh, gifts because it ain't for everybody believe me okay so she said she you know she was in front of class and everything and so uh the teacher said um uh who uh the, the spirit is behind she said um what spirit i mean what uh do you can you sense that's what she asked her because it's all what you're sensing she said can you sense this spirit is a male or female and she said, yes, I can sense that it's a male. She said, can you sense uh, whether or not this, what this male did in life? Or she just said, just have a feeling on it because everything is dealing with the feeling. And this is what I want you all to get to. Not saying that you all will be a minister, but everything is through feeling. And she, she, she said he did something with his hands or whatever. And uh, she guessed uh, quite a few things. And maybe four out of five things. And the lady, the person that was sitting there said, that sounds like my father. He was a male. He uh, worked, I guess, in the army, whatever it was that she said. She had all the things. She said, yes, that sounds like everything about this girl's grandfather. She uh, she sensed it and talked to him. So it, it showed her that she had that ability. She had that gift. And, and I believe you attracted to your gift. And uh, I don't know if anybody can go into mediumship. I guess anything, anything is possible and everything. But I think everybody wants to do that. But you do want to uh, contact your loved ones. And I believe everybody can do that. Just like everybody uh, have uh, intuition and, and we have psychic abilities. We have all the things that uh, we have with everybody else have here, too, as well. But some people have uh, a gift and there's more pronounced and they work with that. So hers came about like that. So now she's a medium and uh, and she's uh, she started to work with people 
She got her synchronicities. Like I was telling you, I had mine, but she's got a lot more than mine. Uh, uh, she deals with the uh, afterlife, uh, the spiritual life. And it's, uh, she changed from that is extreme from a commander in chief uh, in the White House dealing with 9-11 during Bush time, President Bush, to being a medium. I think that that's you never know where God is taking you. And God can use and will use anybody for what the purpose is at that time. So he used her and that's what she's doing now. Uh, she's uh, she's on YouTube and I will spell her. Her, uh, her name is Suzanne and that's S-U-Z-A-N-N-E Guzman G-I-E-S-E-M-A-N-N. And uh, she do mediumship. She has a lot of... Uh, videos and and she have a website her book is um name of the book her book is meshes of hope and see i didn't know i was telling you guys i did not know why i had to uh talk about hope but this woman's book is a message of hope to guys to tell you that you can uh, contact your loved ones. You can contact your loved ones or your love when your loved ones contact you, know that it's real, know that it's valid to you. You can feel their energy. You can feel that uh, your son, it's, it, we all have our own unique energy and uh, you'll know it's your loved one. You'll know it, you can feel it. You'll get goosebumps or something will happen where you say, ah, I know it. Or uh, for her, she said that uh, Susan said the way she uh, also the first signs of hers wasn't just she could see her. Uh, she said her first sign was a butterfly kept uh, following her. And the spirit world said that, you know, sometimes they come in a butterfly. They can come in any form that that kind of show you that they are around. And you'll kind of pick up, you'll say, oh, she loved butterflies or something. You will keep seeing that's a theme of theirs, that they'll let you know that they are around. You guys are divine listeners, you know, and you all know that you have had loved ones that passed on. You can just feel it. You can feel them, especially when they pass. When they first pass, you can really feel your loved ones around or you can feel your, feel your friends around. You, there's a, a feeling you get. And this is all feeling. This is um, a spiritual connection. And so that's why it deals with feeling. It, it's, it's down in your stomach, in your solar plexus. Or you can you can also uh, get a message uh, through your, your mind. You can get it a word or whatever. I'm not saying that's the only way. But you feel them mostly. You can feel them. And uh, some people can see them. I've, I've, I've saw them and both, but I prefer, and you can say to the spirit, I, I don't want to see, I really don't, I, but you know, I've seen, uh, my mother, uh, and I heard my mother before, um, and my, my, uh, my son's father, uh, uh, my son's grandmother had, a, I was meditating and um, to the left, there she was. There she was to the left, uh, his grandmother. She had passed on, I think that was 2018, she had passed on. And uh, I don't know if this was a year later or whatever, but uh, maybe two years later, I, I didn't understand. She wasn't looking at me. She just was looking, uh, but she was down. She was, I don't like that. I could see her at the corner of my eye. And, um, I found out two or three days later, uh, my son's father called me. He told me his sister was dying anyway, and uh, she was dying of cancer. And uh, he told me, he said, um, you know, my sister passed on. And I said, she did? I said, oh, and then it occurred to me. It occurred to me because, you know, I, you, know you get your certain uh, messages. It occurred to me that the mother was down here taking the sister back with her. I know you have heard of that too. Your loved ones come and get you. But I saw the mother and then two years, two, I mean, two days later or so, I saw, I mean, I heard from 
my son's father, saying that his sister passed. And so I believe that was what I got from spirit, that the mother was coming down to get her spirit, her daughter's spirit. So we all linked up and we're all so connected. We just have no idea how spirit world is and how it works. We don't know all of spirit language, but if we if we meditate and we stay in spirit, like I always say, and we are connected right now, here and now. And so I know this. I don't just speak this. I experience this with family members, friends, uh, that people that I know, but not that close to, but I'm open. So it, you know, come and I can hear them as well. So you can hear and you can feel and you can sense uh, the spirit. You might hear your name being called, not trying to scare anybody or anything like that. You might think that it was something, but you know, you might've just, you know, just waved it off. But you heard somebody say, Karen, uh, Karen, and you're like, you're not crazy. You know, uh, your loved ones do know where you are, but then you do have to be receptive uh, to them or they won't, they won't uh, invade. Uh, you have to invite them in some ways uh, or be open uh, to them in ways. I have a story about my daughter uh, also experienced something that I might have mentioned on the show, but just to say, you know, uh, we are connected. Uh, her, I may have said this, but I just want to say it don't always be loved ones. It could be just that you're concerned about someone. And someone died on the Facebook and everybody was talking about this, this girl that died. Uh, she committed suicide. It was sad. I might have mentioned it in one of my shows, but I'm going to mention again and sometimes some repeats um, that my daughter, she uh, feels things too. And uh, she's a little bit scared of that. So she, you can cut it off if you want to. But uh, she and her friend were talking uh, and everything. And uh, they were talking about the situation. It was a big thing on Facebook or whatever that the girl had uh, she had uh, committed suicide because she had been bullied. And so um, and so they were talking about it and they was like, wow, we're sorry. They were beginning to talk about it because they got hearts like that. You know how children are. I think my daughter, she might have been in fifth grade. She might have been fifth or fourth grade. I don't know. I'm not sure. But she heard about it. Her friends, her and her friend was talking about it. And they said, we're sorry that happened to you. They were talking to the girl that we wish we were there for you. We wish you were there for you. Well, you don't think the spirit hear that. Well, the spirit can feel that love and that spirit heard that love. But my, her friend didn't have this experience, but my daughter did because what? She's my daughter. She might be open, too. Well, she is open. And uh, she said, Mom, she got up and told me the next day. She said, Mom. I said, what? She said, uh, she said, you remember we were talking about, I was telling you, I was talking to um, uh, Sanai about the girl that died and committed suicide, the teenager. I said, yeah. She said, um, she said, you know, that girl visit me, Mom. I said, what? I didn't tell her. It's your imagination. No, I didn't. I didn't say that didn't happen to you because that shut kids down. If they're, they, they, that, no, that was the boogeyman. You didn't see that, whatever. That shut spirits down in, the, in, in your child and, and any other child that tell you something. When they say they feel it, listen intensely. Listen. Listen to them. They know they're, they're more closer than we are. And so she said, yeah. I said, tell me about it. She said, she woke me up. She was, she was above my bed. She told me, she said hi to me. And it scared, it freaked my daughter out. She said, I know the girl. She said, and I kept my uh, eyes closed. And I said, go away, go away, go away. And I, she said, I, you know, I didn't mean to be like that, but she said, she scared me. And she said, I went and I told my teachers. I said, oh, Shari. Now see, she could tell me. But I, I was, I'm not comfortable with her telling, uh, it's okay, 
but I didn't I don't know if the teachers and things will understand what I understand. I'm not saying, you know, the things maybe they do. Maybe they, you know, but when she said that it alerted me, I became a little scared myself because I'm like, I don't know, daughter. I don't know if you should share that. And I told her, I said, everybody don't understand it. So I don't know if you should share it. Uh, that with your teacher or anybody else until you know that they is open to stuff like that because they may say something like I don't want them short you know shutting my daughter out and saying you know you didn't see what you saw and that was another thing so so it's it's true we're all connected um in many ways it's we just don't know how we're connected but if we just connect and we already connected but if we are aware that we're connected we are in tune with spirit in tune with the divine in tune with our bodies as i always say in tune with who we are and and in tune meaning that we're relaxed when we're receiving our loved ones and sometimes we don't even have to do that sometimes they'll visit us themselves but i'm just saying if you're not getting it and you want to and you're calm enough to do it, and, and they haven't visited you, this is one way you can do it through meditation. There are probably other ways you can do it. I'm just telling you what she said, how she connected. But she has her book, and like I said, she uh, you can read through her book and her, her website, and she may have many of ways that you can contact uh, your loved ones and how you can do it, and other mediums, uh, if you're interested in it, if you can type in medium, you know, and uh, find out more information because I'm not an uh, expert on mediumship, but I, I can only tell you what I experienced with spirit and that the spirits of my loved ones, they sought me out. They visited me. My sister that recently passed, uh, her name is LaVon Vani, uh, she passed also in 2018, and I heard her over me, I was trying to sleep and she was waking me up saying, get up. <laughs> and I'm like, this was typical her, you know, telling me to uh, talk with her daughter that was in town, telling me to look after her daughter. I mean, her daughter's grown, but she was trying to let me know, uh, you know, do some contact her, get in contact with uh, her. She knew that her daughter was in town, but her daughter wasn't in the same town. I live in, in South Holland, my daughter was in Peoria, maybe three um, hours away, but somehow she there, she was there, like call her, talk to her, uh, get get in contact with her. <laughs> she, it was her. It was my big sister and I know her voice and it, and uh, and I said, how did you contact me, you know, through my sleep? And she said, because you're open. That's I did ask her. I asked her in my sleep. I said, I, when I was half asleep and woke, I said, how did you know to contact me or something? I asked her and she said, because you're open. And it was just her. She'll tell you. And I had several dreams of her uh, since her passing away. So I know for a fact that loved ones can contact you and they will. But then if you're not getting uh, contacted by them, you can contact them and you can sense them. And they will come. They will come. And, and you will know that they're near you. And they love you. They love you just as they loved you here. They love you now. But they have a different perspective. You have a different perspective. And uh, if you continue to contact with them, uh, you'll have a relationship with them uh, in a different way. But you'll have a relationship with them spiritually. You have a different type of, it is a different type of relationship because they're not physical. They're not here. So you're having a different relationship with your loved one, but you're at least in contact with them. You know, then they'll contact, you know, be in contact with you back. So that's how that goes back and forth. And believe it when you hear it, when you see it, validate it. And you say, oh, this is my mind, but just keep being at it. It's not your mind. Not your mind. And if it is, so what? You're still contacting them and they're still around you. And they love it. They love you. They're waiting on us, guys. They're waiting on permission. Just as the angels, and I want to put this because the angels told me to do this. And they and, and they say, you're not alone. The angels say, you're not alone. So just as I say, 
I want to contact the angels, they still won't evade my space until I give them permission. I must say, I invite you in divine angels and they're coming. They're coming. They're coming with messages. They're coming with whatever it is that you need at the moment. They, they, they are here to help us as they help me. Now, I did that the first time with my cars just to see. Uh, that was fun. But before that, I would just talk to the angels. You know, I would invite them in and I would have prayer and meditate uh, with the angels and, and, and I'll get messages. I'll talk to the angels in the morning uh, before I go anywhere. This as well as um, a mediumship to angels as well as uh, your loved ones because your, your loved ones are with angels. And that's what the angels message was trying to tell me through Suzanne and her messages. And she deal with angels. And so we're all connected. We're all here. And we're, this is a spiritual experience. It's so vast that we have to tune in. We have to tune into, like I always say, tune into the radio that, that you want to be in. You want to tune into a loved one, you tune into LaVon, my sister. I tune into my mom or my dad. Or they'll visit me in my dreams. And when they do, I must say, it's a different type of experience. Sometimes I'll, you know, have a dream about them and it's fine. Other times I have a dream about them. It's still a visitation. It's still a visitation. And I'll cry. I'll get tearful when I wake up. But it's still a visitation. So I want you to know that we all can do this. If you want to try mediumship, you can. But that's what happened to me. That's what was I told today for this topic to tell you you can you can contact your loved ones. And you can contact them through meditation and other ways. And so my next show is September the 18th. I'm winding down. Um, oh, before I tell you about my next show, I think I told you that um, Message of Hope is her book. She's a medium, Suzanne Goosom. I think I spelled her name. I'll spell it again. S-U-Z-A-N-N-E. Last name is G-I-E-S-M-A-N-N. And my next show is uh, uh, September the 18th, 2021, on a Saturday, 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time. And I hope you guys uh, get something out of this show. And contact your loved ones. Because they love you. And uh, I would like to say. I love you. Have a good week. And good night. <laughs>